everybody, how are you? My name is Bill Vitiello. I am the Director of Institutional Relationships and Marketing for the Victory Bank in Limerick. Welcome to this episode of Chamber Chat Live with the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. Um, as you can see, I didn't even try uh, dancing to this because I have a feeling I might get critiqued by my next guest. <laughs> so, uh, but it's very fitting because, you know, that could be a, a music piece that you use. Um, you know, dance can be any kind of expression uh, to any kind of music. So uh, without further ado, let us bring our next guest in. Uh, she is from the Pottstown Dance Theater. Please, everybody, welcome Michelle Jones-Wertz. Michelle, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Were, were you, were you going to put up a card if I did try to dance? Were you going to give me, like, rate me, like, <laughs> one to ten? I would have given you a ten. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're too, you're too kind. You're too kind. Well, thank you for joining this episode of Chamber Chat. Um, greatly appreciate you being on here. Uh, incredibly curious about the Pottstown dance and um, uh, theater. And so just let's just start, let's start by introducing yourself first. Okay, I'm Michelle Jones-Wertz, and I'm the uh, owner and director of the Pottstown Dance Theater. I uh, became the director in 2001, and it was founded in 1964 by Phyllis Dersh Ruzidis, um, and she was a graduate of the Philadelphia Dance Academy, which is now the School of Dance at the University of the Arts, which is where I graduated from. And we met at a uh, seminar for ballet instructors, and she hired me to teach mostly the modern dance at the time. And then when she was ready to retire five years later, she asked me to take over. So I've been the director for 20 years now. Okay. And how long have you been dancing? I've been dancing since I was almost seven, and I will be 53 in a few weeks. So that'll tell you a long time. <laughs> yeah, good for you, though. I'm sure you and, and so what type of, uh, am I asking the right question here? What type of disciplines do you dance in? Did I yes. answer that? Did I answer yes. that right? Yes, okay. you did. Um, I have a, my degree is in modern dance, but my minor was ballet and I study a lot of jazz. I study a lot of African dance. Um, I always enjoyed tap because it's just so fun. And, you know, I do hip hop. I have a break dance teacher here. I, I kind of am in the mindset that there's two kinds of dance, good and bad. So <laughs> I'm not one of those people that say you can only do one kind of dance and then that's what you have to, to focus on. I think everybody should learn how to dance every style. Yeah, that's cool. Mine would be a bad dance, um, but that's besides <laughs> the point. Um, so are you guys on like Instagram reels? Like am I finding you uh, on there shuffling or doing some sort of plie or? Yes, we have um, from time to time, we have an Instagram page and a Facebook page and we our uh, host is really good about keeping it updated with with what we're doing lately. Um, we have a new breakdance teacher who has actually a doctorate in dance um, and he also teaches at the Boyer College at Temple University. So he comes up once a week and he's been working on some brand new moves with our breakers, which I think they're really enjoying. So we have a good time. And um, that's cool. I also teach in college as well at Eastern University. I teach three different courses there. So I okay. dance all day. <laughs> nice. Um, break dancing, that's going back to my generation now. Yep. Um, yep. You know, I'm sure some people would die to see that happen. But I was the kid with the boom box and the cardboard on my driveway. Cool. Um, you know, spinning and hands, you know, head spins and all that other stuff. Uh, that was, wow, that's a long time ago. But, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and what's interesting is uh, the kids that do it, they love to do it to that music from that era. So mm -hmm. so I come in singing all the songs and they wonder how I know all of these songs. <laughs> it's right, funny. Right. Like, 
because I was in ninth grade. <laughs> yeah, like at LL Breakdancing Bill, yeah. I'm telling you, Drew, I could still do some of those moves, believe it or not. I can't, well, it's a, that's another story for another time. But, <laughs> but anyway, so, but, but I did wanted to kind of tie that into my experience when I was younger to what somebody might experience and why they use dance. I, I always have been somewhat of a creative person and just enjoyed being around the arts and music and this dance thing was kind of one of it when I was growing up. Can you, can you tell, or, or can you explain why dancers might gravitate towards a certain discipline or um, use dancing to express themselves? Yes, well, um, my, since my degree is in modern dance, one of the um, techniques that I've studied is, is the technique of Martha Graham. And um, her technique is very dramatic. And I find that dancers who like that tend to like a lot of discipline. And they also like to like that. That's their way of getting out any of the things that have upset them during the day. And it's a great way to do it. Um, and then I find some people that you know, they prefer they prefer more like funky stuff, and that's mainly because they they are just a, have a bigger personality to begin with often. So they usually gravitate towards the breaking, towards the hip hop, towards the tap. And then I find that that a lot of the dancers here they really like ballet because they seem like that's their their discipline. The way some kids like karate, they they love the fact that it's so regimented. So. Mm -hmm it's really clear in a few years what, what they're going to like gravitate to, but pretty much all of my dancers try a lot of different kinds. I, I encourage that so that they can definitely find their niche. So. Sure. How many dancers do you have? We have about a hundred students, um, about 70 families. So it's a lot of siblings. Wow. And um, we are, we went to the Olympics in 2012 to London and uh, we took 53. So we had 22 dancers. The rest were like, you know, siblings and parents. And we are scheduled to go to the 2024 Olympics in Paris, France. So we're looking for new dancers for that. We have about five or six signed up so far. Um, so, you know, COVID kind of made everything tough as it did for everybody. So for a while we were dancing on Zoom. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I sent home notices that just said, try to make a ballet bar, even if you have to make it out of a couple chairs and find a little space and we'll make it work. And we did, we, we, uh, we didn't really take more than two weeks off. We found a way. Good. Yeah. Good. I think, I think Drew indicated he wanted to sign up for the 2024 uh, Olympics. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're like a so, starter band. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So what, what will you guys dance in the opening ceremonies or how does that work typically? Um, what they do is they bring us in um, and they put different student schools, usually from the States um, to like kind of entertain the crowds before the events start. That's why I said kind of like a starter band. So last time when we were at the 2012 Olympics, it was for the equestrian. So before the horses came out, they had a stage set up for us and we did a thing called uh, the evolution of dance and that way everyone could do their niche. So I had it started African dance. We went through time all the way up through ballet and modern and Irish dancing and how it developed into tap. And then we ended with a big finale of, of kind of like techno music of everybody kind of doing their, their moment. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. very cool. I like that. That Irish dancing is pretty powerful. Yeah, For sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Michael, it is. Michael Flatley stuff and all that. Yep. Um, so you have some events that are coming up. I want to make sure you get a chance to mention those um, before time goes on. So 
what are some of the events you have coming on the calendar here? I know Drew, uh, brief, and I'm looking at your website, by the way, I'm not ignoring you okay. or the audience. Okay. Um, uh, you know, you have some events that are coming up and I want to make sure you mention those. So go ahead. Uh, we are doing the Nutcracker at Boyertown Area High School this year on December 7th. I'm sorry, December 11th at 7. That's why I had 7 on my mind. Mm -hmm. And December 12th at 2 p.m. And it is a full production. Um, last year, we had to do uh, kind of Christmas around the world. We used some of the moments from the second act where it's different countries. And we had that um, a as a digital show, a virtual show. But this year, we're so glad to be back in a theater. We're very, very excited. And then in March, we are going to the Philadelphia Youth Dance Festival and performing at least one piece, maybe two. And then we will do a fall festival next October, which we, this year we were working on Michael Jackson's Thriller. And we did that a few different places. So we're going to try to do some new Halloween themed pieces this nice. year. That's yeah. cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah, thriller's a thriller's a great dance. Again, going back to my era. Yep, and same thing. Kids gathered, love it. <laughs> yeah, we all gathered around the TV to watch that premiere. Believe me. Yep. Crazy. <laughs> um, I, I want you to talk a little bit about. So, if I'm um, somebody who wants to maybe uh, start dancing, or I'm the parent of a student, or you know, have a son or a daughter who wants to start dancing, what are the next steps, and what kind of conversations do you have about that? Normally, I first I start with their, their age and then find out if they've had any dance experience. Um, and then if it's been a long time, we kind of treat them like a beginner, figuring their muscles are not um, where they were when they had taken the time, the time off. So especially for ballet, you use some muscles that are really not used for anything else much. Um, and then we try to find a class that's that's suitable, but we let you take a trial lesson on us. And that way the teacher can evaluate you. And usually within one class, we can figure out, you know, what would be the best, best fit for you. Um, most of the uh, adults, if they're starting out as beginners, a lot of them try to, and try to take our African dance class because it's intergenerational. And that way they can be with younger people, but, um, you know, we don't give them anything that's going to be harmful on their different kind of joints at that age. You know, some of, we have a, a dancer who's 89, who still comes every week and she started when she was 72. So it's awesome. Yeah. She's great. too. <laughs> she came with, we, with us to, um, Lincoln center. We performed at Lincoln center and we also performed at Carnegie hall and she had little cameo moments. So the Lincoln That's center cool. one was when she turned 81 and she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, who else can say on their 81st birthday, they danced on Lincoln center. You should come. So she did. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Good for her. That's awesome. Yep. yep. And our youngest in our ensemble are seven. Um, but the youngest students we take are three. So between three and six, they mainly do just our end of year demo, which is like a recital, but we try to only spend about six weeks on it. Okay. And then um, and then at seven, if they want to do more like what we're doing with the Nutcracker and and like bigger shows like that, they're welcome to try. So I was also looking on your website too. Um, you know, learn, grow and shine with the Pottstown um, Dance Theater. And I think that's wonderful. Um, can you talk a little bit about, you have some of these broken out into categories here. You have lifelong learning, growth you can see, world-class opportunities. So describe a little bit the, uh, of those, please, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, so we always have at the end of, we do 10-week sessions. At the end of each 10 weeks, we invite the parents to observe. 
um, because of COVID, it's been via Zoom. But before that, we used to let them come in. And that way they could see that, you know, for the last 10 weeks, what we've been working on and the teachers will explain to them where we are in the process. So, if, if you know, it may look like this is kind of redundant. They'll say that we've been doing this over and over, but we're still trying to get their hamstrings more flexible or we're trying to strengthen the abdominals more. And that way the parents are understanding. And, you know, and I even tell them, even if this is not going to be anything that they use later, if they like basketball, they're going to be better basketball players. They're going to be better football players, they're, you know, because they're going to have a stronger core. They're going to be less likely to get injured because they're going to have more flexible hamstrings. And then, um, like I said, we do like shows in New York City. We go out of the country. We've performed at the International Festival in Poland. Um, we're supposed to go to Greece this summer to, to a dance festival there. So rather than being on like a competition circuit where a lot of schools do, instead we try to focus on things that are just going to be like something you'll remember your whole life. So you have also on here lasting friendships. I'm sure many become friends for, for life. Yeah, they're in each other's weddings. <laughs> Some of them become teachers for me after they've grown up with me. You know, like I have one teacher here. She started with me when she was seven. And then she went to college. And now she's got a doctorate in physical therapy and specializes on dancers. Um, and she still teaches for me. And, you know, she tells me about so-and-so's getting married and I'm, I'm going to the wedding. And she says to say hi, you know, it's they stay <laughs> friends forever. That's great. I like it. So yeah. I know you're an instructor and the person you just mentioned is an instructor. Yes. How many other instructors do you have? Uh, we have about 11. We have some student apprentice teachers. Um, we have a, a tap a, a tap teacher she specializes in tap but she's done other styles of dance as well her name's carol hebert and she's a member of tap ties which is a, a really good like hoofing dance company of, of uh, tap dancers and then we have that her name's miss kelsey she's the pt and we have miss diane who's been here since even before me she's the, our long-term a ballet teacher. She teaches, specializes on teaching the fundamental years of the ballet program, which, you know, are really difficult to teach because they have no foundation. So she's in charge of putting that foundation into them. And then we have um, uh, Miss Emma, who's an apprentice teacher. She's a, a junior at Boyertown High School. And we have an apprentice teacher for Irish, who's a junior at Daniel Boone. And then we have Dr. Moose, we call him, as his breaking name is Moose. His name's okay. David. And nice. uh, he comes all the way from North Philly to teach. So he's the one that teaches also at Temple. So okay. we, have, we have quite a faculty. Nice. And, wh and where are you guys located? We are located about five minutes from Coventry Mall. Um, we are actually in Coventry Township by a block. Um, it's West Main Street. It's one block from River Road. So it's uh, if you came from the mall and you went down around the back end, around River Road, and then you look over to the right, you'll see a big brick schoolhouse. And that's us. It used to be Potts, uh, South Pottstown Elementary School. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. So the fo folks in the community will hopefully know where that is. Yep. So we even have a old uh, uh, bulletin board up underneath. It was graffiti from when it was still a little kid's <laughs> elementary school. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. So I know they can visit the website, but if you wouldn't mind sharing your contact information or where they can contact you, if they're interested in getting more details or even just talking with you a little bit further about, hey, you know, is this something for my child? Or maybe it's the child themselves calling, saying, hey, I'm interested in getting involved. Okay, our phone number is 610-323-2569. 
And our email address is Pottstown Dance Theater, and that's spelled with an R-E, so the European Theater, at yahoo.com. All right. And we will put that in the show notes as well. So Great. Michelle, what else would you like to chat about before we go today? Um, I don't know. Um, maybe just about our Nutcracker. I can tell yeah. you that it's, it's phenomenal. Um, we have some beautiful backdrops and we have a brand new uh, Christmas tree that that grows on its own. You press a button and it goes from 12 feet to 24 feet. So it's going to wow. look really cool on the stage. And uh, we have some really, uh, some really great special effects during the snow scene. So besides the dancing, um, I think you'll just be in, impressed with the, the production itself. And um, one other cool thing about the Nutcracker, I know a lot of people are not ballet connoisseurs, the Nutcracker is such a family holiday tradition. It's like going to pick your Christmas tree or, you know, like picking out, you know, going to sit on Santa's lap. I mean, it's mm -hmm. just something that the family can do for the holidays. So I really always encourage people to do that. I'm like, you don't have to be a dance lover. And even if you don't like ballet, because the second act is like different country dances, there's a Spanish dance, there's a Russian dance, there's a Chinese dance. There's probably something that you're going to like, even if you're not in, you know, a real fan of ballet. Okay, there's a nice picture from back. There's a, the Spanish tutu. And then there's, um, that's Waltz of the Flowers dancers in the background there. There's an Arabian nice. dance. So, you know, and I studied a little bit of like these different styles in my travels around the world so I could make them pretty authentic as much as possible. So the like Arabian dance has some belly dance moves. The Russian dance has some real moves from a dance called Shardish. Mm. So it's pretty cool. That's, a, that's awesome. I love it. And uh, you know what else I like about this um, non-dance related is the fact that it's like well before the holidays. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's the 11th and 12th. So you're not like jamming it in the week of Christmas when everybody's got everything else going on. It's um, true. <laughs> this is something hopefully folks can make um, and they're at reasonable hours too. So, you know, seven o'clock on a Saturday night, you can go grab dinner afterwards in Boyertown or a drink in Boyertown. Yep. And it's only, each act is only 30 minutes because we've added it to the, to the music a little bit so that, so that, you know, for children who don't want to sit still for two hours, it's a half an hour and then there's an intermission and then another half hour and the whole ballet and the whole story is told in that time frame, And it's really, most people really love it. That's great. Michelle, thank you so much for being on today. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you. It was a pleasure speaking with you. And again, folks, I would encourage you to go onto the website. I'm pointing over there because the website's on my computer. Um, please go to the uh, Potsdam Dance Theater website and get tickets for the Nutcracker coming up on December 11th and 12th. So, Michelle, once again, thanks for joining. Thank you. Everybody, that'll do it for this episode of Chamber Chat here with the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce. Once again, my name is Bill Vitiello. I'm the Director of Institutional Relationships and marketing for the Victory Bank in Limerick. And until we connect again, all my best. Bye for now.